This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Pearl. Pearl provides the first sustainable tutoring ecosystem. We help partners design their programs, find the right strategic partners, that is content, assessments, training, and research, and integrate it into a single platform, the Pearl platform, to launch, scale, and sustain their tutoring program. Get more information at tutorwithpearl.com. Hey, welcome back to ISTE 2023 live in Philly with EduTech Guys. We got someone in the seat. We're going to let him tell us who he is, what he does, and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Founder of Pearl, we're a sustainable tutoring ecosystem. So to be clear, we don't have tutors. We build the technology and support states and districts with their community-led tutoring efforts, where they're using higher ed students or local community members to build very sustainable tutoring programs. That is definitely a different approach than what we usually hear especially here at ISTE. Yep. So talk a little bit more about that, about what, what I like, as Jeff likes to say, you know, tell us your origin story. Where'd you come up with the idea and and where'd you come up with the idea for this approach rather than what we have traditionally seen in the ed tech circles? Yeah, so I started as one of those traditional companies. I actually started Pearl my senior year at University of Richmond and it was a relationship-based tutoring company. So growing up, if I had a relationship with the person I was learning from, I was much more engaged, much more confident, and my grades were significantly better. So Pearl actually started as this relationship-based company where we connect college students with local middle school students for what we called academic mentorship. So tutoring plus mentoring because it was really about building the whole child. Scaled that company up to around 8,000 hours of annual instruction, started getting approached by other tutoring organizations saying, hey, we need purpose-built tech. We're going to have to build our own thing. Can we see what you built? Brought them in, gave them a demo, and by the end, everyone asked to license the software. So in 2019, we pivoted to a licensing platform, really focused on, you know, being the infrastructure to this industry. COVID hit, ARPSer came out, all the reports shown that tutoring done the right way is the best way to mitigate learning loss. So next thing you know, we started getting calls from states and districts saying, hey, we don't want to work with a vendor. We have a university in our hometown and we have a teacher shortage. So why don't we pay those college students to get into the district at an early year so like freshman year as opposed to junior year get them some of that practical experience have them building relationship with not just the students in the districts and hopefully solve the teachers uh, shortage as well so in Illinois it's one of our biggest partners the Illinois tutoring initiative they're recruiting up to 10,000 community members a lot of them being undergraduates who are also education majors to scale their tutoring support across a hundred districts yeah that's really cool so okay data points yes let's talk about it we've been I've been in the industry for 30 years, mm-hmm. public school, and I've been tech 30 years, it feels like. <laughs> but, you know, that's the kicker for us is the data's always been there, but getting people to understand it and making it consumable for the classroom teacher, for the assistant principal, for the counselor. Yep. Let's talk about how you guys got to that point, because you knew, okay, I've got to make this easy for them to understand so that we can move forward constantly with it. Yep. So, thankfully, we have some amazing investors who are at Silver 
Martin Learning Center when the first big wave of dollars came into the space. So okay. from day one, they were having me focus on data to help our partners prove efficacy to build sustainability. Yep. So once this uh, these dollars came out, we actually created a research relationship with the Annenberg Institute that's now the National Student Support Accelerator at Stanford. And we kind of said, hey, there's no data standard in tutoring. Mm-hmm. Let's work together to create one. So our system is pretty unique in the sense that it automatically collects a lot of the instructional and dosage data. So how long did it go for? Did the student show up? Was the subject? Was the group size? We built a pulse check system with our partners at the NSSA to help understand like social emotional learning data. So is the student becoming more confident? Are they being more engaged? And we facilitate that all through our platform. And then last but certainly not least is the assessment data. Because at the end of the day, you need to make sure the student's grades are actually moving up and to the right. So by combining that data stack of instructional data, including dosage, social emotional learning data, and then assessment data, we believe that we can give the most holistic picture into how that student is actually growing and then being able to leverage those data points to help build stronger relationships with the partners and when it comes to matching those students and tutors together. So let's talk about everyone involved in seeing that information. Yes. Okay. Who all does that touch before it goes right back to the student? So actually, we start at the governor's level. So because we work with states, a lot of these programs are governor endorsed like the Illinois Tutoring Initiative or the New Jersey Tutoring Corps. So we understand what the governor is trying to see from an impact perspective so that it excuse me, it can actually be made sustainable at the end of the day. So we start with the governor, then we almost reverse engineer what data points need to be collected, when do they need to be collected in order to get to that final impact statement. So the person who's seeing the data the most consistently is the administrator of the program, because we have live 360 feedback. So at any point they can log in, select a student and see the progress or lack thereof Mm -hmm. that the administrator is making. Because it's at the state scale as well, it's difficult to make sure quality scales as they move across the state. So we're actually working with our partners to create what's currently known as a TQIS scorecard, Tutor Quality Instructional Standard, and help them understand, like, are there different districts and are there different regions actually following what good tutoring is? Because I think as we've seen, you know, tutoring's kind of gotten in a bad light over the last few years because there's players coming in with homework help who we do not consider tutoring, definitely not high-impact tutoring, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of stealing the shine right now. Right. So by creating this like immediate feedback on the data side, tutors are able to see how their students are doing constantly. Administrators are able to see not just how the students and tutors are doing, but how their overall program's doing. And then, you know, at the end of the day, that data is getting kicked back to the student and parents so that they can be engaged. So when I started the company, you know, I was very fortunate. My mother was very engaged in my academics. So, you know, I didn't need to make a portal for her to be able to like poke her head around the door and see how the tutoring session is going. But, um, you know, we believe parental engagement is critical and helping that parent communicate with the tutor and almost learn from each other as well. Yeah. So without being specific um, or being as specific as you're allowed to be, um, can you talk about maybe an implementation where the, the the, the, the people who are involved with it, the players, get that data back and they see there's a shortfall in a particular place where that whatever programs or whatever community folks are involved or however that's working isn't meeting up and and so what did that look like in terms of helping them uh, push through that turn that around get them what they needed in order to get them back on track yep 
so great question and you know i won't say specific names here but one of our state partners you know is scaling across the entire state so they have a central office that kind of manages everything but at the end of the day you know the district and the university they're working with are the ones really implementing this program so by the end of december what they noticed was one of their uh regions was incredibly low on scheduling data so they're like okay this is interesting what's going on here by digging through the administrative data on the pearl side they were able to see that they weren't hitting the dosage requirements as opposed to doing three times a week they were only doing one time a week oh wow. so because of that they were able to really focus in on that one region really help support them get that scheduling right into the spring semester and pretty much save that program for the latter half of the year because back in the day you know people would just fill out attendance cards and then at the end of the year they'd look at it and be like did this work and if it didn't too bad you lost a year of it good luck right. iterating into right. next year so this immediate feedback that the pearl platform provides allows those administrators to kind of identify problem areas when it's actually happening and to fix those so that you know they can give it a better shot going into the next month next semester or next year yeah okay now on a the two-part question so teachers mm -hmm. how are they loving it Yep. And then let's get to the real important thing, the students. How are they loving it? Yeah. So the teacher side has been an interesting one. In the beginning, we actually saw a lot of pushback, especially from some unions around sure. teachers being involved mm. in tutoring. They're yeah. like, hey, our teachers are doing enough. You can't put more work yeah. on them. Yeah. But what all of our partners have a deep uh, appreciation for is pairing the tier one to the tier two instructional curriculum when it comes to the students learning. So making sure that what the tutor is teaching is reinforcing what the teacher is teaching, not taking too complete different sides of the coin to you know division or like multiplication or something right so we've been able to get teachers integrated into the platform so that they have direct communication with the tutor and the administrator as well so you know they can be as active in it as they want to be they can be logging in seeing all the post-session reports like communicating or they can just not log in and you know the students still able to learn uh, what I've loved the most about the student side is all of these programs are you know ingrained in the community mm -hmm. so it's not a stranger zooming in from across the world teaching you math it's someone who grew up down the road from you yeah. meeting with you in person and not just serving as an academic tutor but really serving as a mentor for them as well mm -hmm. so in Virginia one of the programs we're most excited about is through the governor's office and they're pairing urban leagues with HBCUs and providing academic mentorship to the highest need districts across the state of Virginia yeah. so that's a type of program that unless you're from the community and live in the community and understand like the context of that community yeah. you're not able to relate to the kid on that mentorship level exactly. as well as you could someone coming in from out of town yeah. so i think our programs are unique in the sense that students don't feel like they're forced to learn from someone they feel like there's actually a mentor there who wants to be there wants to help them and it's just way more relatable yeah yeah so um you're building teachers with these uh, mentors. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're firing them from local universities, community colleges, building teachers. Ingenious. Probably a byproduct that, you know, it's it's there and it's like, hey, we never realized. Well, you knew it, but yep. it's like that's a big deal. Um, so here's the next big one. When it comes to uh, students, yeah, that's, that's the big one. Time on task. Yep. What are they looking at every day, every week, every month? You know, is this 
this going to be because that's the next parent well you know he already has football and he's got band and he's got this is, is this going to take more time how is this going to affect him okay. yeah so one of the things that we're most thrilled to see from a policy level are a lot of school districts actually implementing tutoring blocks within the school day because yeah. Oh, yeah. once you get before or after school one attendance historically drops off and two now there's logistics you need to worry about with the parent transportation and all of that so i'd say the majority of our programs are actually taking place in the school during the day mm-hmm. where instead of having a free period or a certain extracurricular the student kind of gets assigned to the tutoring side of things um there's definitely parents still getting their students tutoring you know after school but what i'll say is for the majority of these like state-run programs they're not focused on supporting students in like the very high net worth area codes mm-hmm. they're really focused on putting these dollars to work for the students who need it the most yeah. which is that you know low-income community that at-risk community and by building it into the day as opposed to trying to do it before or after school it's able to get a lot more buy-in and get rid of a lot of that logistical complexity yeah absolutely so top here we'll just say isti at the booth top three things an administrator walks up and says i need these three things it could be five yeah but it could be two but what are you what are you seeing what are the what are the, the questions being asked i need to do these things can you help us do that yeah so it always starts around logistics at first mm-hmm. because if you can't get a program up and running and you can't schedule the students yeah. there's yeah. nothing else yeah. you got nothing yeah, exactly right. there's nothing right. else to really go so one they come to us about the logistical side and the beauty of the pearl platform is it's all in one we have training in our system we have scheduling we have user portals we have file sharing messaging so we can check every box that you want when it comes to a tutoring program the second aspect though and i think this is one where we're pretty unique is people fundamentally there's a knowledge problem in the tutoring space mm. people don't know what tutoring works for their community they just say hey everyone has access to homework help click a button and someone will pop up which we've learned really doesn't work yeah. so pearl actually serves as an expert in helping these districts and states design their tutoring programs to really understand the resources they have in market and how they can be implemented to achieve that outcome that either the governor or the district's really looking for. So I'd say two is around the design, and then three, they've designed the program, they've got it launched, they're like, oh no, how are we gonna collect the data points? Like, we can't just have an attendance login. So, you know, once they see the Pearl data suite, all those questions are solved for them. Yeah, sweet, that is great. That's sweet. So, so John, uh, for our listeners uh, that wanna know more, what's the best way they can find out more information? Um, They can find us at tutorwithpearl.com, connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, all the social medias. We have a pretty robust thought leadership uh, process at Pearl. So we're doing webinars every month, every other month about the most pressing things in the tutoring space. And uh, we love having conversations with folks. So even if it's just to pick our brain, definitely reach out to us and we're happy to share our lessons learned. Yeah, Yeah. this is great. Super informative. Thanks a million, John, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a great ISD. You too. everybody. This episode of EduTech Guys is brought to you by Pearl. Pearl provides the first sustainable tutoring ecosystem. We help partners design their programs, find the right strategic partners, that is content, assessments, training and research, and integrate it into a single platform, the Pearl platform, to launch, scale, and sustain their tutoring program. Get more information at tutorwithpearl.com. This episode of EduTech Guys was recorded live at ISTE 2023 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks for listening.